Hello! You are listening to episode 34 of the Benaki Cast. I am your host, Benaka. And with me today is a very special guest, uh, coming all the way from the magical gumdrop forest of Puerto Rico. I have with me um, uh, a guest that has come a very long way, and I thank him a lot for it because, uh, the, you know, this is uh, it's not a big show, and so to get here all the way to have him in person uh, is really, really incredible. And so please welcome uh, my my recent but still good friend, Gubblytoid, the, uh, the forest elf. How are you doing, Gubblytoid? That's really great to hear. I'm really happy about that. Um, I've been doing okay. I know that it's... Uh, thank you for asking. I know it's been a little crazy recently. I actually just finished uh, a shoot where I was... It was only a two-day shoot for a short film where I was able to act in the lead role, which was really cool. And I have another shoot starting to uh, tomorrow for another two days. So, um, you know, it's exciting, but it's uh, it's definitely a lot of stuff to handle. And so I guess really I'm just making sure that everything goes smoothly. But if you could, uh, please just tell the audience about yourself. For those who uh, are unaware of who you are, I've never met you. I know you're coming all the way from the uh, the magic gum drop forest of Puerto Rico, so I know it's a long way, but you know a lot a lot of our local listeners might not know who you are. So Gubbly Toyd, please uh, just introduce yourself a little, uh, give us a little uh, insider scoop on who you are. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, that, that, knowing you, I think that sums it up pretty, pretty spot on, um, because, you know, you are a forest creature, a lot of people don't know anything about your, you know, your community, your culture, what it's like, and so we just wanted to, uh, well, I, as the host, wanted to interview, yeah, just to get a, to get an idea of, uh, your life, and, uh, I, are you, are you ready? Okay, cool, uh, I guess the first question that I wanted to ask is, uh, the, 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 where you live, the, the magic gumdrop forest, what is, can you give us a basic rundown of the, you know, the sort of environment, not necessarily the, like, the political structure or anything like that, but what it's looking like, you know, in terms of to live there, just physically. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, that's really interesting. Um, I, I was actually, yeah, I was thinking a lot about the, the fires and what it could be like in the summer. I guess, 
that's my first question. Well, not my first question, but, but, you know, to follow up with that, um, because I think that gives it what you just said is like, totally, I can totally picture in my mind what that would be like. Um, and, and I really want to visit someday because I just, well, I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm not super like financially, you know, I can't just go to the gumdrop forest whenever I want, you know, that's an expensive plane ticket, but forest fires wise in the summer, how bad is it? What's the worst? What is the worst that it's been for you in recent memory? Because back in my hometown, we had smoke just for weeks last summer. It was like the worst air quality on the planet. Really, the worst in years. Wow. Wow. Okay. No, that's yeah. That's awful. Um, what would like was it? Did you have to evacuate at all? Okay. Good. No. Thank. Yeah. Thank God. I imagine that was really scary. Um, can you um? Sorry. Could you just fill us in on on like what your situation is at home? I know that you have uh you you live with your wife Boria Lopi. Uh, could you just, you know, what, what's, what's it like? I don't know. I actually don't know whether or not you have kids or a, any sorts of pets or anything like that. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I always thought that pet rocks were sort of like a fad um, back in like the 90s in North America. But it's really cool that in the gumdrop forest, they, they continue to, you know, they continue to prosper, but on a more like magical scale. That's really interesting. I'd love to meet, um, you know, I, I, I'd love to meet your pet rock, Toby, someday. So, um, yeah, so your name, Gobbletoid, um, well, full name, Gobbletoid Smith, but your first name, Gobbletoid, what is the historical significance behind that? Do you know any, like, stories about how your parents gave you the name, or was it just something they, they picked, something they made up, or is it, like, a common elven name? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sure. No. No. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I always thought it might be something more, like warrior-like. I guess that's what I thought. But no, that's that's. I think that's really commendable. I wish. Like I know Ben is not like a. There's not not much meaning to. It. I mean, there's like, I don't know, probably, like, biblical. I don't know European stuff associated with the name Ben. But, you know, Gobbly Toy. That's a really dope story. Act like genuinely. That's sick. Um, can I ask you? Uh, because uh, your wife uh, Boria Lopi. Um, you guys are. Ve- I've seen your photos. You guys are very cute together. I just wanted to know what it was like. Cause you've been married what, like. Was it was it eight years now? Five. Okay. So was it? If you you know if you can 
right? I'm sure it's never left your memory, but if you could remember back to your wedding day, what did that look like? Are there many traditions that are in the gumdrop forest that... Oh, you don't even marry at all. Well, that's interesting. Do you think... Do you think it's something that a gumdrop forest just never adopted, or they simply didn't see the point to it? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I don't... I, I, I've been thinking a lot about, like, whether or not marriage is actually, like is it does it make sense like i think that the binding of souls is like super powerful yeah so i think that like that part of it is it makes a lot of sense spiritually what i don't understand is the like when people divorce if they want to why like the their earnings or whatever goes like 50 50 um it's it's just one of those things that's kind of I don't I don't know how I feel about it because the point is you're not supposed to get divorced but if you do which you obviously you can it's like it seems like there's repercussions okay okay so you think that it's not like it's not about the the legal like binding document but you think the the significance of no marriage is that two people can have trust in just their, each other's words as opposed to just like a signature on paper like solidifying or officializing some marriage it's just a thing that you can be like we're going to be together wow you know that's kind of that's really sweet in a way could i ask you uh was there any famous wedding songs at your at your uh, your wedding <laughs> Gangnam Style, really? Okay. I mean, I love the song. I just, you know, five years ago was what, like 2017? is Or tw maybe 2016, if it was like five and a half years? It's just, you know, it was a few years out, but I appreciate it. I still listen to Gangnam Style now, too, so I think that that's a really, um, you know, it's not a bad song choice. I guess it's a good dance song. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. So uh, I'll just move on to one of my other questions here. You were talking about the environment of the forest, and I wanted to ask, uh, is there a large problem with uh, trespassers, whether or not that's like hikers or just people trying to get in or they've accidentally walked in? What does that look like? Is it is it something where you have to look out for your property or are people just allowed to go through? Is it totally open? What is it? Because you live in a gated community. <laughs> So is it, how, how does that stuff pan out? Yeah, I, that, yeah, that's a more mature response than I was uh, expecting. So is it not like, because if they have to like pay tribute, does it, if there is a lot of pushback, obviously you said that you can turn them around, but has anybody ever gotten like 
violent with it because I know, you know, obviously not everybody is going to take kindly to some of those ideas. Imagine that was really tough. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't, I do not blame you, of course. I mean, that is something that had to happen. And I'm sure that nothing, you know, happened. Like, I'm sure because it was self-defense that nothing had to, no, nothing bad came out of it for you or your family, right? Great, yeah, no. I, I mean, I couldn't even dream of something like that happening to me but that is you know that's just i guess one of the things that happens in these you know magic forests it's just you know it should be this you know it's it's portrayed in the media to be this great like happy special place but really it, it's just a matter of like it, it, it can just be one bad apple away from really messing things up really throwing a wrench into things so I mean, I appreciate you sharing with that on the podcast because I know I'm sure that's something like that is really tough to talk about. But you know, I, I I just want you to know that you know you're not you're not alone, of course. But and, and you know that, and I know you've you know you're you've fought for your family here. So you know, good on you. Good on I I mean it, I mean it. Um, I guess uh you know while we're on the conversation of things that are difficult to talk about um some people you know i've i've heard it on the news um because you've become a bit of a, a public figure within your community recently is that the um the tax cuts that have been put on a lot of areas of the of this the magic gumdrop forest you seem to have a bit of a uh you know you're very you're very opinionated on the topic and you seem to have a bit of an unpopular opinion. Now, I've heard you talk about it in other ways, like I've seen social, you know, some social media stuff and people taking things out of context, but I was just wondering if you could, for the audience, just say things from your point of view once on the record what you actually have been thinking. Okay, yeah. yeah. Wow, okay, well you seem you seem to certainly have your your uh, uh, like answers ready for when people want to que- you know question some of that stuff. 
see where you're coming from i i don't want to give my opinion on it because i of course don't live in the gumdrop forest and so i don't know everything that's been going on but clearly you're very passionate about the conversation and i think that's a good thing you know even if not everybody agrees with you i'm I, of course there are people that agree with you but you know it can feel like an uphill battle and it can feel like why am i doing this if no one's there to fight this with me. And I know I'm sure a lot of, like, you clearly have motivation behind what you're saying, and I know that it's, I know that's been a really dividing, or a divisive, sorry, issue between a lot of the elves and other creatures throughout the forest. So I really appreciate you being able to come here and say what you feel, what you think, unapologetically. I think that's something that people are too often afraid to do. And if we don't do that, there can be no real change, right? So, you know, you have a good point. Again, I would have to do like more re research to actually figure out what I would do. But hearing it from your perspective, it's definitely, you know, you, you're definitely very convincing. You're a good speaker. I'll say that for sure. Um, everything, every single thing you were saying... I got it. Like, I knew what you meant, and you were articulating it very well. Uh, you, you know, you're definitely, you're, you're good. You're, you're a good talker, man. You don't mumble. You just say what you mean, and you, you say it exactly how the audience needs to hear it. No, dude, no problem. I mean it. I do. You don't gotta thank me. Um, getting back to the, the gumdrop forest itself... I wanted to know what, where did it be, you know, of course it's this place that is, I mean, it's ancient, right? And maybe we don't have all the answers yet, but in terms of the origins, or at the very least the origins of the, uh, the, 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 like the communities and the, the, the government, 
where did that stuff come from? Can you give us a very brief rundown of the not the whole history, but the early history? If you could, if you, you know, if you don't know everything, that's fine, totally cool. But I would love, I'd love to hear. I'd love to be educated on that stuff. <laughs> Okay, so w- once the evil dragon was defeated, uh, did did evil wizard Drophia Lagogus did he back off or was it did did he was he like a uh, you know no no prisoners no mercy not never surrender was he like one of those type guys was he sort of a, a William Wallace uh, type guy. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that, that's unfortunate. Oh, yeah, I, I sometimes, you know, sometimes with, like, friends or whatever, I joke about, like, you know, gruesome things, but that, that's gruesome. Like, that isn't even something I would joke about. I mean, I'm okay with leaving it on the air because it's, like, a real thing that happened, and it's important to know, but, like, that, I mean, like, clearly the guy was an evil wizard, right? Like, no one's... No one's going to argue with that. Like, that was his official title, was Evil Wizard. But that execution, to do that to him, like, before and then after his death, that's crazy to me. I didn't even know some of that stuff was possible. I didn't know about those uh, devices that you were describing, and... I mean, I wouldn't wish that on any man or woman anywhere. Like, that is just absolutely uh, horrendous. I mean, you could say with good reason, but don't you think that maybe that was a little much? Even even for somebody that dastardly? Okay. I mean... I mean, I didn't know he did that, but, like, yeah, that's, I guess that changes things a little bit, but even, I mean, that's, that execution is intense, right? Like, that's, that's weird. That's, I mean, it's not weird, but it's, like, well, it is weird, but it's, it's just insane to me, that's all. You know, one thing that uh, we only talked, well, I mean, we, we, we're obviously talking about some of the stuff going on with your government, but I'm curious, because uh, I, I know what it is, but, I mean, your job, you work as a lawyer? I was just wondering if you could go into talk about how you think that career has 
sort of shaped who you are? How does it look differently in the gumdrop forest? Is it, um, do you find it taxing, draining? Do you think it's easier for, or harder for a forest elf to do it as opposed to the rest of the world? What, like, are the court cases a lot different in structure? Tell us about that. Yeah. Well, I imagine that would be pretty dope. I it's uh I just I I thought about becoming a lawyer a little bit when I was younger, maybe just because I can convince people well of things. But of course, I obviously went decided to go into uh, film. But that's uh, a really interesting point that you bring up. Could you could you just elaborate that on that a little more, please? okay yeah no cool cool for sure i get that that makes sense um sure i'm just sorry i'm just trying to i can't think of a good segue right off the top of my head but uh could you uh could you just talk about because you know we're talking about your career and whatnot could you tell me where you want to see yourself in the next five years or 10 i mean it doesn't matter but what do you want what do you wish that the future holds for you okay yeah Mm, no, yep, yep. Really? Okay, yeah. No, I mean, considering the way that you're talking, um, I think uh, like a run for office makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, clearly you're passionate about it, which is good. That way, That's what you need to be. To follow any dream or job, you need to be passionate about it. So the fact that you have that, you're already one... You know, you're already one step ahead. Do you think that some people might have a... Do you, do you think it's going to be hard to convince people that may already have some preconceived bias um, against you? Because obviously the people that have a bias, um, you know, supporting you, it's not going to need changing. But do you think it's going to be difficult to change the minds of people that you have already made a first impression on within your forest? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, you're right. I think that's probably the smart way to go about it. Uh, do you think that, um, because, well, I, you've told me a little bit about it in, in, you know, off the podcast, but could you tell us, because it's, you know, transportation is an important part of the forest, could you tell us, um, or the audience, a little bit about what that, you know, what the transportation looks like, how people are getting to their, from, from home to work day by day. Um, you know, of course you, you told me about the glass ponies, but, and those guys sound really cool. Um, very fragile, but cool. But could you tell us, um, a little bit more about that stuff? Not just, you know, the, the, the ponies that are, you know, for personal use, the glass st- ponies, but also public transportation. How does it look like, like the burp frogs and whatnot? Wow. Wow, really? That's... Yeah, no, that's... That is one of the coolest things that I've ever heard. I think we should bring those here to Canada. I mean, that would be... That would change the game. And it sounds really... Like, for the environment, like, it sounds really, uh, you know, sort of, like, green energy. Like, it sounds very... Um, I, the words are slipping my mind, but it sounds very safe for the planet, which I think is totally necessary. And of course, you live in a forest, so you know, like, the planet is your home. The planet is my home. The planet is all of our homes. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Uh, while we're on the topic, could you, because we talked about forest fires and whatnot, but can you tell us about deforestation? Because I know that it's been a bit of a problem, especially that your forest is is getting easier to get to to the general public each year. I know that you know there are a lot of deals trying to be made to buy certain parts of land and turn them into different things. And of course, you know, rightfully so, a lot of people are worried about this impacting their homes. Can you tell us about a bit about the deforest situation that has been going on, not just in this magic gumdrop forest, but a lot of the magical forests throughout the world, what do you think, what advice do you have for humanity? What do you think is necessary? Yeah, 
deforestation, climate change, you know, we say these things as this sort of blanket term. We use it to describe a lot of issues without ever trying to tackle, you know, one particular one. Of course, we see things, you know, we see action being helmed in some places, but you know, we're told that we have to limit climate change. How we need to do this big job. And then, you know, how do we do that without focusing small? And then we focus on the small things like plastic straws and plastic cutlery. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a big part of it. But what good is it when we're, you know, dis- now that we get rid of, like, disposable cutlery and utensils, now we're just throwing out just as many masks, you know, maybe even more so. Uh, you know, those are new. And, and of course, n- nobody wants those to be permanent. We're trying to get through this pandemic. But it's an interesting question. And when we throw out, we, you know, when we fix one problem, like we're not done. We have to move on to the next one. And, and it feels like we have to move on to these problems at a rapid pace. And so when you talk about that stuff, when you highlight one particular issue one particular issue that has not only affected you but people close to you it all of a sudden becomes a lot more real and I hope that our audience was able to get 
something out of that because it is a real situation. It's scary. You know, not a lot of stuff scares me, but what you just talked about, I mean, that scares me. I don't... I want to be here for a long time. And I... I mean, I don't want to work towards all this stuff. If it just means that, you know, I, like, I don't want to fail the planet. I don't want to fail the planet, you know. I don't want to sit here and, and, and... I don't want to sit here and be like... I don't want to turn 30 years old and just have all of it torn away from me. I want to actually... I want to make something. I want to make something while I'm here. I want to make something that's going to stay... Yeah, and you're right, and and it's just tough. It's tough. It's tough because we have these problems, and I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know what we're gonna do, and I wish we did. I think that's part of the problems that. Uh, you know, I don't know, I say, well, I don't know what we're gonna do, I know what we're, like, supposed to do, but they don't, I, I, there is no easy road map. It is one of those things where it has to be, you know, we have this huge, huge amounts of people, and I think, like, we just, there needs to be some sort of, so somebody needs to like govern the situation and and do something that's gonna really like make a difference. I I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that's the situation in and around the Gumdrop Forest. I really I really wish I knew what to do. Like I said, I, I sound like a broken record, but it's true. I, I just... I mean, I, you know, I urge people to research, you know, the gum, the magical gumdrop forest of Puerto Rico, because I know I'm, you know, maybe they might be able to find some resources to, you know, help out your forest. But, I mean, that's just... It's not like the worst of it has happened yet, but we know what we have faced. Yeah, it's it it's terrifying. It 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 just freezes all the blood in your body and and pinches off all the nerves, and it's like I don't even know what I'm supposed to feel. Am I supposed to be happy for what's in front of me right now? Or am I supposed to be sad that I might not be able to do anything? Or am I supposed to fear, maybe be determined to try and fix like that better tomorrow? Or, or what could be a better tomorrow? I don't know. I don't know. And I think it's a problem that a lot of people have been asking. But I don't, you know, I don't want to dwell on it too much because it is such a, it's, it's, you know, it's a heavy topic. 
that is the future of our planet. You know, this is our one rock. We haven't found another planet that's like inhabitable and maybe that's for a reason. You know, this is all we got. But I I just wanted to ask you because, you know, this is a big topic. And another big topic is I just wanted to ask you what, you know, the Oscars happened on Sunday. I wanted to, you, to ask you about what you thought of the Will Smith-Chris Rock incident. I mean, it's been sweeping the news by storm. Could, could you just fill us in on on your side of the story? I know it's sort of a, a, an abrupt, like, 180, but I'm sure a lot of people are going to be interested to hear your take. I, I, don't, I don't even know what it is. Really? Whoa. Okay. Okay, no. That's a hot take. I mean, that's a hot take, and I don't... I don't know anybody. I haven't heard anybody, whether it's in person or social media. I haven't heard anyone who shares that opinion. It's not something that was discussed, right? But that is... I mean, I don't I don't think I entirely agree with you. But that's... It's definitely a certain, certainly an interesting angle to look at. And I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you guys don't have award shows in the Gumdrop Forest, I'm sure. Other than you were telling me earlier about Best uh, Sprinkle Frosted Cake. Uh, that was a a big yearly thing but other than that they're not really something that you guys do so i guess yeah that's i mean hey that's you know that's that's an opinion right and that's what this show is for it's about telling us telling the audience about what we think i think it's an important thing to do and you know we need to we need to share each other what we think from time to time right so yeah i don't know how much flack you're gonna get for that I'm, you know, I'll keep it, I'll keep it on the air because you know I'm not scared of what people are gonna think of me or my guests. You didn't say anything like, you know, politically incorrect or anything like that. It's just, uh, it's just I guess a what what would be an unpopular take. So, no, thank you for that. Thank you for that. I just wanted to get that one out of the way really quick. Um, because I mean, obviously in Canada we have our celebrities, right? Like Canada, we have The Weeknd, uh, Justin Bieber, Drake. That's on the music side of things. We have Nathan Fillion, right? Some some big actors. I believe Michael J. Fox is Canadian, right? R- uh, Ryan Gosling. So I just wanted to ask you, um, in the in the magical gumdrop forest, what kind of uh, w- what kind of celebrities do you have? I mean, a lot of people probably know of uh leon the the gargoyle right or um tracy bongladoobie uh the minotaur so but other than that you know other than those you know few household names what are we dealing with on the celebrity scene you know the entertainment tonight of the magic gumdrop forest 
Really, centaur, centaurs are really that popular. I mean, I like I get, I get the appeal, you know, like half man, half horse, half or half half woman, half horse, whatever. But I, I just thought that you know maybe because they're so, it's just like uh two, like two, you know, like humans and horses they're found in every other part of the world so just mashing those two together you know maybe that doesn't seem as special but maybe that's part of the appeal like maybe it's just something that you know it feels like you're seeing something from from you know you're seeing a, a part of the rest of the world while you're still in your own uh comfortable home is that you know maybe is that what it's like okay Okay, so you think that you think that Corey Baropo, uh, the, the you know the, the centaur singer, you think that he's not overrated, but you know at least sort of that sorry that people don't like get his music. Is that is that what you're trying to say? Okay, so you like his music. But his lyrics aren't often interpreted, interpreted, sorry, how they should be. Okay, yeah, see, that makes more sense to me. Um, but the, you, you said that there's a small population of vampires in your forest, right? Um, I haven't had a great past with vampires on the show. Um, I... Uh, we lost my good friend Dracula on the Halloween special. And so, I mean, I don't... He's... Of course, he was a huge, huge name in, in the vampire world. Um, has there been, uh, like... Am I on, like, the list? You know, am I on, like, the the naughty list in that in that area? Okay. Oh no. Are you You're not trolling. So I don't mean like I don't mean like like under the bridge troll. I mean like the slang term. Okay, you know? Okay, yeah. Sorry. Are you trolling? crap that's not good okay well i can't, i mean i guess i can't like visit the come drop forest anytime soon but i'm happy that you're still here with us now right because that's that's good that will you know that allows us to still have all the conversations we need to i guess it might be some time before i can you know go there and not have to like you know look behind my back 
Okay, so I might never be able to go there is what you're saying. Oh. I mean, that kind of sucks. But, I mean, maybe through, like, I don't know, maybe I can help with the, the deforestation crisis and, and like, earn my trust. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, yeah, so you think it's possible. That's good. Now, I'm, I'm a big fan of cryptids. And I just wanted to ask if in the uh, Magic Gumdrop Forest, if you've, or, or outside, if you've encountered any um, mythical creatures, of course, the Sasquatch is a huge one, right? That's very foresty, but also, I mean, I'm a big fan of the Chupacabra. Have you come into anything like that? You know, of course, like sea monsters, you know, being from uh, the Okanagan, we have the Ogopogo. Just have you come into anything like that? And, and, and how do they vary from other forest creatures? Okay, yeah, you know, no, no. Well, that's interesting because I always thought that, like, they were sort of like this bridge between, like, like normal animals and the, the like magical side of planet earth um and so that's that's a really uh cool cool take on it obviously i want to uh being a an elf yourself um i just wanted to know uh, what is it like with some of the uh you know with some of your diet what is it that you're usually eating uh, is it a mix of things what is the cuisine of the magic gumdrop forest like sounds unreal i mean i'm a i'm a i don't like to say i'm a bit of a foodie you know i don't get very exotic with my tastes but i love good food i love eating food i love eating a lot of crap food but that i mean it sounds like uh, unlike anything i've ever had before i mean obviously right like i haven't had it before because it's like you know it's from like the magic gumdrop forest i've i mean i I mean, you didn't mention it, but I, yeah, I've had gumdrops. I know that's not like a, a thing of the forest. I know you're talking about your, the origins of the of the place earlier. Obviously, I see where they, like it gets its name, but like the, I just, I, I, man, I wish you know maybe I can buy some stuff imported because that sounds incredible. It, it sounds just so god darn mouth watering, savory, sweet, everything that you need. Is there um, often, um, like, because, you know, we we're talking about trespassers, um, other creatures. I just wanted to know, is there uh, anything like, are, do you have any natural predators? Is there anything that really tries to attack people? No? Oh, well, um, yeah, no, okay. That's good, that's good. I just wanted to 
to know. No, I'm not suggesting that you're like, like primitive or like what whatever. Like I don't, you know. Obviously, you guys have a very tight grip on your, you know, your government and whatnot. So, like, it's good. I just, it's just a, a place I'm unfamiliar with. No, thanks. Yeah, thanks for understanding. It's just. You know, I'm, I'm trying to learn, and it's, you know, I'm really happy that you're able to fill me in on these things. Um, I guess, you know, before I let you go, I just wanted to know, what is it about you? Because, I mean, you've talked a lot about the environment and your job as a lawyer, but what is it that makes you tick? Because for me, it's storytelling. I love telling stories, making them, um, and I love people. And I think people are integral to stories. I think stories are integral to people. I think they're almost one of the same. So I'm wondering if there's anything that you can tell us, like what is at the center of your joy? What is your? What are your passions at? I know it's a bit of a complicated question. So no, oh yeah, if you have an answer, go right ahead. yeah no i i get that like tenfold uh, you know that's that's not a life i've lived but i totally get where you're coming from i think that's a really really interesting story that you have to tell i think it's powerful and empowering and it's it, i think it's you know, I think it's a story that you should tell, and I'm honored that you were able to to say that here on the show. You know, I'm, I'm really trying to branch out with the types of guests that I get, and I've been kind of experimenting with the show's structure. Um, I, you know, I wanted to really just make sure that, um, you know, things, that we can try new things, that I, I, you know, I can do some movie stuff, some personal stuff, some people stuff because I really I, I think that people are starting to become the core of the show and so it's something that I've really been trying to experiment with and I really appreciate that no thank you thank I I really appreciate that I I, I do um, I just wanted to um, ask you um, sort of as my final question because movies are a big part of the show I just wanted to ask you uh, are there any um, new movies that you've seen recently that you really enjoyed, or and that that you would like to recommend to the uh, to the audience. Morbius. <laughs> 
I do. That's really exciting because, you know, Morbius only releases as of the time this will release. It only releases uh, today. So the fact that you're able to see it early, the fact that it's really that good. Um, I know, like you had mentioned, the four and a half hour runtime, I thought it was going to be daunting. But you said that it's paced really well and that's really exciting. Um, I, I think I'm, I'm really pumped for it. I think it might be. I mean, I think it could be one of the best movies of the year. I would, I, w- I would be shocked if this were nominated for like best picture of the Oscars next year. But I think that really, because what you was it you're saying that like, um, yeah, but it's it's like this this tragic character that Jared Leto plays at the the center of the story. That is super exciting for me, and I'm really excited to see how that translates on screen because he's a big Marvel character, right? And you didn't even know who Spider-Man was. You didn't know he was a villain of him. So you went into this totally blind. It was still, like, as you called it, a masterpiece. So that's really, really... Um, in, that's 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 crazy. I'm really excited for that. Um, that was my final question, uh, Gobbly Toyed. I really wanted to thank you again for being on the show. I, it means a lot to me. Um, I, as I said, we've been trying to branch out. And I just wanted to know before we wrap it up, uh, well, I guess I should say to everybody, that's the show. This has been episode 34 of the Benaki Cast. Thank you very much for listening. Gabli Toy, do you have anything that you want to plug to the uh, to, to the audiences? great no that's that's exact that's perfect i mean you, you're able to actually plug something and like most of my guests they just say mm, i'd like to plug this episode i mean it doesn't do a whole lot of uh it doesn't do a whole lot of help when people would hopefully have already listened to it doesn't matter you can listen to the Benaki cast on YouTube, on under the Benaki YouTube channel, where I post other things from time to time. Elsewhere, you can uh, watch the Benaki. You can sorry. Elsewhere, you can stream the Benaki cast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. You can follow the Benaki cast on Instagram. You can follow me personally. At un- on Instagram at underscore Benaka underscore. You can follow me on Letterboxd at Benaka. You can follow me on Twitter at Ben Parker Lives. You can also check out uh, a, a new YouTube channel and show a couple of studs. That's a couple of studs on Instagram and a couple of studs on YouTube, as well as the companion podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. All the same as the Benaki cast. Thank you once again, Gobbly Toyed, for coming on. And as always, Stay tuned.